The Lord is good, and His mercy endures forever. You are listening to Take 5 with Alex. Last week in our cell group, we were given an assignment. Each one had to choose a piece of folded paper which had the name of one of the other members of the group. We would pray for that person whose name we chose and find a scripture for that person. It was a very simple sounding exercise, but it had far-reaching effects. What does it mean to pray for someone? James 5 verse 16, the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. But look what the Passion Translation says. For tremendous power is released through the passionate, heartfelt prayer of a godly believer. This verse says so much. Tremendous power is released. What a statement. When we pray for someone, we are representing that person before the throne of God. We are saying to God, please bless Mary. Please give her wisdom. Give her the ability to do the things which are difficult for her. Give her the grace to be able to put behind her the things that are holding her back. Let the power of the Holy Spirit manifest in her life. Put ministering angels around her and protect her from harm. We have been given the power to represent someone else before God. Romans 1 verse 9 For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel for his, of his Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers. Ephesians 1 verse 15 to 16 Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, Do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Ephesians 3 verse 14 to 19 For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. If we are constantly praying for our fellow believers in this way, and they are praying for us, we won't even need to pray for ourselves. It is such a blessed state to be in knowing that someone is carrying you in prayer. There's a war going on, and we have to cover our fellow believers. John 17 verse 20 to 26. I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me and the glory which you gave me, I have given them, that they may be one, just as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you loved me. Father, I desire that they also, I desire that they, also whom you gave me may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory which you have given me.
For you loved me before the foundation of the world, O righteous Father. The world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you have sent me. And I have declared to them your name, and will declare it, that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. This is such a profound prayer that Jesus prayed for every one of us. He poured out his heart before God on our behalf. And because you cannot take back words once they have been spoken, these words that Jesus uttered are still resounding in the universe. Just think about it. Jesus prayed for you and me before he died. Why would we want to resist the call to follow him? If that is as much as he loves us. And if Jesus prayed for us, who are we not to pray for each other? We have been granted an open invitation to have an audience with a king whenever we wish. Let us use our time wisely by praying for each other.